Hello and thanks for joining us once again for the Inspire, Create and Shine podcast, where we discuss life, love, literature and the arts from a Christian perspective. This is your host, Melanie D from MelanieDTheAuthor.com. Stay tuned for our next episode. Hey guys, just checking in again um, for another book review to share this book with you that I just read, um, I think about a month ago or just under a month ago. It's called The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. I think that's how you pronounce his name. I had been hearing about this book for many years and I don't know why it took me so long to go and read it. Um, you know how you have books that are just in the back of your mind. You got this this list going, just like certain movies that I keep saying, oh, I'm going to see this movie this year. And it came out last year and I'm like, I'm going to get to it. And I just haven't gotten around to it. Because for one thing, you're busy. You don't have time to just sit there and do that stuff all the time. But as a way to get more books into my system, because I like to read, but I don't always have the time to just sit there and just ingest them like I want to. So I have to find um, opportune times or convenient times to read them and what I do now instead of um, actually sitting down reading them um, except in special uh, cases I will listen to the audiobook version of those books and so I was happy to see this book come up in my audiobook um, list I was you know scrolling for a few books I have some already in my um, lineup that I said okay I'm gonna get to this one eventually you know how you have some in your wish list um, and I recommend that to audible um, to look up you know to listen to um, some books if you don't have the time all the all the time to listen to them I mean I'm sorry to read them um, page uh, to page cover to cover that way and that just reminds me I need to get my book converted into an audiobook um, and the future books that I have that I'm writing as well but anyway this book is called The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho and um, this is a this is a different type of book I'm actually going to read you the synopsis of the book it makes better sense okay so the full book title is the alchemist a fable about following your dream so when it says a fable that lets you know that it's not a true story but you can apply it to real life and it might even remind you of the journey that you're on i believe we're all on a journey through life and so you might find yourself in within the pages of this book okay this book was narrated the audiobook version was narrated by jeremy irons um he's an actor and he is uh he was the voice of scar in the lion king so if you're not familiar with his other works that's the voice that you should remember from that movie which i also love okay so here's the synopsis of the book it says paulo coelho's enchanting novel has inspired a devoted following around the world this story dazzling in its simplicity and wisdom is about an andalusian shepherd boy named santiago who travels from his homeland in Spain in Spain to the Egyptian desert in search of treasure buried in the pyramids. Along the way, he meets a gypsy woman, a man who calls himself king, and an alchemist, all of whom point Santiago in the direction of his quest. No one knows what the treasure is or if Santiago will be able to surmount the obstacles along the way. But what starts out as a journey to find worldly goods turns into a meditation on the treasures found within. Lush, evocative, and deeply humane, the story of Santiago is, art eternal test, is art's eternal testament 
to the transforming power of our dreams and the importance of listening to our hearts. Y'all, this book was very well written. It was very intriguing. It drew me in right away. Every now and again, I've come across a, a real storybook and it reads like that, like some kind of adventure storybook. And so it immediately drew me in and I was like, wow, while I'm, while I'm reading it or listening to it, I'm sorry, I was imagining what is going on in the story. You know how, that's what I love about books. You can um, picture what's happening in your mind corresponding to the words on the page or the words being spoken in the audiobook. Um, and I was immediately thinking this should be made into a movie. But sometimes I think things can be lost in a movie. But yet and still, that's one of my favorite mediums is film. So I think this would be a great film. In fact, um, it did come to my attention that um, this year, actually, um, pre-production went into place making this book into a film. So they actually had um, gathered the cast had the script together <clears throat> to um, come to life on the big screen in 2022. Can you believe it? So I was sitting up here just now all late because this, this book is legendary. So it has sold over 100 million copies worldwide. Um, the book holds the Guinness World Record for the most translated work by a living author. So this is no small fry story this is a book it was um, written back in 1988 so it's about 30 over 30 years old now I see what all the um, fuss has been about and it would definitely make a bomb movie for real so um, I wanted to uh, just share my reaction to the story um, as the synopsis says um, this was a journey that this young man was taking in search of treasure he was going on a, on a quest um, because he had a dream. So this dream that he had, that I'm not going to tell the story, something that you, you really should read for yourself. And, and the book is not even that long. The audiobook is even shorter. I think it was like, what, five hours long, something to listen to, something like that. So it doesn't take all day to, to listen to the story. But it's the kind of story to me, for me anyway, where I had to pause and stop and, and you know, ponder what it was saying and get an understanding because a lot of stuff going on is very um, dramatic it's very um, spiritual it's deep it's very it's full of wisdom and nuggets you feel like you're in some kind of deep I don't know what you vortex of of uh, spirituality or something this journey that this book is taking you on and so <clears throat> I um I loved it right away and I also noticed elements of my faith in this book. So I saw there were elements of different religions in, in the book. Um, consequently, the man is traveling across um, the desert and goes through uh, the Middle East. And so, of course, the book is colored by some aspects of Islam. It's colored by some aspects of Christianity. There's a character in there, a king in the story, who to me is a, is a representation of the character in the Bible, the priest named Melchizedek, which is also a type of Christ. If, you, if you're a Christian and you're familiar with the Bible, very familiar with the Bible, you know 
who Melchizedek is, that that represents Jesus. No beginning, no end, that kind of thing. If you read about Melchizedek in the Bible, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Anyway, the king in The Alchemist, to me, signifies that character. Then there was, you know, some mention of crystals. There were men- there was mention of um, alchemy and science and how all the living things in the world um, speak to each other or speak to us. And let me go a little further. I know somebody listening is probably like, what? Living things speaking, trees speaking to you, wind speaking, the earth, the sun, the moon, all that stuff speaking. That sounds crazy. That sounds otherworldly. That sounds weird, right? If I go to the Bible, the scriptures, and remind you of a passage in the Bible that says, if you, as a believer, chooses not to worship God and praise God aloud with your voice, using your voice to utter words of adoration and praise to almighty God. If you choose not to do that, if you go silent on God, the Bible says that the rocks, the rocks will immediately cry out in your place. So that might sound, oh, that's just a figure of speech, whatever. Figure of speech or not, truth or not, whether it's real, whether you think that a literal rock will cry out or not, the Bible says it. In other words, he has all of creation available to worship him the angels worship him he has all these created beings and created things all of these things that he created um declare his glory there's another passage i wish i knew where it was right now that says the heavens declare god's glory so when you look up at the skies the sun the moon and you look at all of the things that god has created the stars the planets, the trees, the birds, the bees, the animals, people, all of these diverse, beautiful creations that God made. It's like, how can you not, how can you not understand and appreciate the glory and the the majesty of who God is? How can you not worship him? How can you not understand how powerful and how great he is? Um, so you know, to each his own, but I have a hard time understanding. I'm not bashing nobody and I'm not trying to, you know, put anybody down. But to me, when you take that stance and saying, I just don't believe in God, I just don't believe there's a higher power. And and I believe that all this stuff just got here on its own. It's like, how? How could you ever, how could you ever look around you, go out outside and see all this grandeur all this beauty the intricate details that god put into every living thing the fact that our dna is is unique to each person living past present or future each being that's created has their own code none of them are exactly alike you can't duplicate them you know you have your own uh, individual fingerprint that can't be duplicated past present or future there's only one of you in the world your uniqueness is a big deal that's simply amazing y'all do you understand there's purpose for you if God allows you to be here so never underestimate your presence in the earth not your brother your mother your sister your father your cousins your aunt your uncles They have a purpose too, but don't underestimate the fact that you, yes, you 
are here for a purpose that no one else has or can fulfill. There's something that only you are meant to accomplish. There's something that only you can um, contribute to this world. They can't do it quite like you. It's not going to be the same. Um, And so it's a shame when we let our gifts and talents um, sit idle within us or don't appreciate um, what God has put in us and don't put it to work. Somebody in this world is depending on you to do what God has called you to do. It could be your neighbor. It could be your friend. It could be your family. It could be a stranger clear on the other side of the world that's waiting on you. You know, there's some people that only you can reach. There's some people you can reach that I cannot. Creation is waiting on you. God is waiting on you. The world is waiting on you. And so I'm talking to myself too, y'all. When I think about that, I'm, I'm talking about it and I'm thinking about it and I'm thinking about this book and I'm like, wow. I mean, that story was amazing. So let me summarize a little bit more. I, w- I always go way off from what I intended to say originally. But the story, The Alchemist. This young man goes on a journey in search of treasure. So he was following in his dreams. And he was not quite sure what the dream meant. So he sought a dream interpreter to tell him what it meant. The dream interpreter ends up telling him that there's treasure for him in a certain place. And he has to go to seek out that treasure. He can choose not to, or he can seek to do it. But they were telling him that you'll never be fulfilled. You'll never feel satisfied until you pursue that dream and that treasure. And they were saying that, you know, all the things that you've come to love, the places you've been, the people you've encountered, all of it is a part of your journey and it's going to lead you toward your treasure. Um, <clears throat> you can choose to stop where you are and settle with something that still isn't a bad thing. You can settle where you are with the good, the good thing that you have right now, whether it's a person, whether it's a place that you've grown fond of or, or a career you've grown fond of or whatever that you've grown fond of but one day you will live with regret if you do not pursue that dream and that treasure that awaits you this thing is so eye-opening now it's a lot of stuff in here that was quite you know um otherworldly like i said and deeply spiritual um in this book that it may not make sense or may not be something that you believe in but if you read it and listen to the story and see how it can apply to real life and your life you know from the perspective of your faith you know you don't necessarily have to believe everything that this story was saying you know you don't have to um accept and embrace all aspects of the story you can listen to the story and read it and see elements and wisdom in there that will shed light on your own personal life life journey and that's the way I look at it it was very eye-opening I think we all have a dream we all have something that drives us our passion that ignites us what what sets fire under you what um, makes you come alive what gives you joy what um, excites you what can you not seem to um, settle on? What can you not let go of? It's like no matter 
who you meet or what you do, it's like if you don't pursue it, that deep dream and that deep passion, if you don't pursue that, you're going to always feel unfulfilled. And so if, if there's nothing else that you learn from this story, understand that God gives us dreams for a reason. They're meant to be pursued. <clears throat> he wouldn't put something down on the inside of you if it wasn't meant for you to pursue it. And we got to be sure, too, that it's of God and that it's not some kind of um, dream with wrong motives that's driving you or leading you. Um, something negative or dark or evil that's driving you. This is something that I believe will be enjoyable if you like adventure, um, if you love a good story that has a touch of fantasy to it, a touch of spirituality to it, um, a touch of love to it. That's another aspect that I forgot to mention, by the way. Love seemed to be one of the strong um, foundations or elements that was driving this young man as well. He was also in pursuit of, of love, you know, true love. And so the ironic thing, and I don't want to give away the ending of the story because you need to read it for yourself, but the ironic thing is that the treasure that he was after, he thought it was going to take him one place. He thought he was going to find it one place. And he just knew that it was clean cut. Like the dream interpreter said, he thought it was going to be exactly like they said. It was going to, he was going to go where they said to go. And it was going to be just as, as they said. And it was going to be totally clear to him. And boom, he was going to have it on the spot at that precise moment. But things didn't go as he thought. Like, have you ever seen someone go to school for one thing and wind up in an entirely different career down the road? Or someone who studied one thing, even got a degree in it, and never work in that arena? It happens. It happens all the time. Um, I personally know a few people who fit that profile. Or how about when uh, your parents, friends, or uh, someone else in your sphere of influence who keeps advising and pushing you to do one thing while your gut is nudging you in another direction. But because you feel pressured um, <clears throat> to be a people pleaser, which I don't go for, by the way, or don't want to let somebody else down, you give in. <sighs> a parent's trying to live vicariously through their children. They never got to realize their dream of being a, say, a doctor or a lawyer or some other esteemed career. So they forced their kid to go to school for that very thing. But you see, God has given each of us our own internal um, navigation system. That gut instinct, the spirit of God, if you are born again believer, a sort of sixth sense if you're spiritual or whatever you want to call it. This is what is generally meant when people say, follow your heart quote-unquote, follow your heart. I believe, like the Holy Scriptures teach, that following our hearts alone can get us into trouble because the heart can deceive us. But the heart coupled with the Spirit of God and using our God-given mental faculties to think about what drives us, what we're passionate about, what is good for us, etc., those are the things that we should listen to. And I'm not knocking advice, though. Um, you know, advice from other people. Just being careful, however, not to let the opinions of people force our hands and cause us not to be true to ourselves. 
So um, the alchemy is essentially admonishing us to follow our dreams and to never give up. To accept and embrace all aspects of the journey, knowing that it will all work together to bring us to our divine destiny. And often what we discover is that the real treasure we find is ourselves and God along the way. So nothing is truly lost. Now, the story did have a happy ending. And I won't say what the ending is. Again, like I said, I don't want to give the whole story away. But what that says to me is that the road and your journey to your destiny, the destiny that God has intended for you, is not a straight road. There's going to be twists. There's going to be turns. You might find yourself starting from your birthplace and you might wind up going all over the world and all these different um, little trails and detours along the way, delays and setbacks and all kinds of uh, challenges and changes along the way. You might also find yourself right back where you started from in a roundabout way. Because I think everything comes full circle eventually. Like where you come from weighs heavily on where you're going. It's like you can't forget where you came from um, when you get where you're going. Um, we have to honor our beginnings. We have to be grateful for the journey and the lessons we learn along the way. The people that we encounter. You know, love on them, respect them, honor them, hear them out. It could be good, it could be bad, but I think everyone who your life touches, they touch your life for a reason. To teach you something, to show you something, to help you to understand something. And sometimes they're in your life for a season and sometimes they're in your life forever. But nevertheless, every person is important. If God allowed you to encounter them, they are important in your life. So pay attention when God brings people into your world. Like there are some people that I encountered and came into my life in a roundabout way that I was not expecting. <sighs> I think it's amazing when you're not looking, like you're busy living life and you're not looking for someone. And then some kind of way God brings that person into your space some kind of way like you weren't even seeking that person out and then somehow you bump into them in the spirit you encounter them on a deep level on a personal level on a spiritual level and you're like wow there's a purpose for this person and for whatever reason you're drawn to them and you're like I don't understand what part this person's going to play in my life but I can tell they're going to play a big part Sometimes you're like, uh, I don't know. You don't always know. But then there are some people that you just, you just sense this strong, strong um, magnetic um, force between you. And it's like people might want to call that chemistry. <laughs> and so ironically, this book, The Alchemist, that element was in this story where there was these magnetic connections in the story. And I, it was just amazing, y'all. It's definitely worth a read. And I'm looking forward to that movie being made. Um, I forget, I think it was Warner Brothers and some other um, company that is trying to um, put this movie together. So I'm looking forward to it. I hope they actually do have it ready for 2022. I can already see it as like this larger than life film. And it's probably gonna be an epic, 
I've said before that a classic film is a film that I watch and, I, and it's an instant um, hit with me and my family. It's an instant classic, like I say. It's something that I could watch again and again and again and again. So I'm hoping that this film becomes an instant classic. I hope that it will be an epic like I'm envisioning it to be. The success of the book is any indication um, of what the success of the film will be it will definitely be worth seeing. Now this also reminds me of when I read The Shack by William. Um, ooh, I can't think of his name right now, Jesus. I was reading that book a few years ago and the same reaction to that book is the same kind of reaction that I'm having to The Alchemist, except The Shack was a little, a little more closer to my faith, I think. And so it really struck me at the time um, but the shack again at the time I read it I was like it was an instant hit with me even though it's very controversial and I was saying the same thing when I read that book I was like wow this book needs to be a movie like every book I read is not like that like I've read a lot of good books but the shack like what a year or two after I read it it became a film and I was like wow I was just saying this should be made into a film and there it is Okay, the author, William Paul Young, that's his name. That's another one, y'all. If you haven't read that book, if you haven't seen that movie, I recommend you strongly to see it. That's another classic. I love the book and the film. Same thing with The Alchemist. So I know I'm going to love this film if they do it correctly. I hope they do it justice. And I'm going to stop here because I could ramble on and on and on. If I was Roger and e Ebert, I would give it two thumbs up. Um, I give it five stars on some of my book networks um, when I read it and when I listened to it. So that's my spill, my book review on this book. Check it out. I will talk to you all later. I hope you got something out of this ramble, this discussion, this review, and I hope you all have a great day and a beautiful rest of your week. Till next time. If you'd like to be featured on this podcast, please hit me up at Melanie D, the author at yahoo.com. That's Melanie D, the letter D, the author at yahoo.com or on my website at www.melaniedtheauthor.com. Thank you so much for listening. Have a beautiful and blessed day.